Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, your hosts, Jerem Jordan and Jason Shepard. BYU Sports Nation is live. Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store. Official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. It's great to have you here on Wednesday, January 12th. Thanks for being here. I'm Jerem Jordan, teamed up with the man who thinks Devin Booker would have a meltdown in front of The Rock. Jason Shepard. Oh, my goodness. Of course he would. He has a meltdown when there's nobody but a mascot in the stands. For those that have not seen this, in full disclosure, I'm not a Devin Booker fan. Uh, so most of what I'm going to say, for those who are, they're just going to tune it out. Uh, they're playing the, the Suns last night, playing in Toronto. Yes. No fans are in the stands right now mm-hmm. in, in, at Raptors games. And But Devin Booker's at the free throw line, and the Toronto Raptor mascot yes. is doing what mascots do. He's at the free throw line. He's trying to distract him. Sticulating. And- yes. Devin Booker complains that the mascot is interfering with him at the free throw line. It's a one-point game. There's six and a half seconds left. Suns are up by one. And he, he is very annoyed. Yes. It's like, bro, Dude. it's one person. And, and, yes. Normally there's thousands. Also, there's a history with him of complaining mm. weird situations. One time in just playing pickup, someone doubled him, and he, like, stopped. The game was like, we're trying to get better. What are you doing here? And it's like, Devin, that's part of basketball. See, that's that's one of the reasons that I'm not a Devin Booker fan. Yeah. He comes across like a whiny baby. Mm. And so that's just – Well, tell me how you really not, feel. This, this is not going to help that in terms of my eyes. So. Right, right. And another thing, and we'll get off this because this isn't Dever, Devin Booker Sports Nation. Um <laughs> Is it's not always what you do, it's how you do it. Just came off really. Yeah. really but yes, imagine crazy. him at the free throw line at the Marriott Center. Oh, we with just, the rock behind. Well, we we don't have to imagine. We just tweeted it out. Picture of the rap the, the raptor in the rock. You know, yeah, like by the uh, you know by those flags that are zipping back and forth. Uh, Mr. Referee, I'm gonna need everybody in that section to move. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm going to need that section cleared out. Shout out to, uh, you know, Quincy the Raptor or whatever his name is. Um, Probably you, Ronnie the Raptor. Ronnie the Raptor. I don't know. I'm making I, I that up. I don't know what it is. I'm going gonna, gonna to look it up. The oh, Raptor. Oh, the Raptor. A very, very, yeah. Personally, name, I kind of like Ronnie the Raptor. Washington better. football team's like, that's a great name. Um, yeah, the, you're always welcome in Provo with the Rock. Okay, here's the show lineup today. More random mascot names. No. Uh, where does the 2021 football season rank all time at BYU? Ah. Oh! This is a fun, juicy question to discuss. Tyler Haas joins us to preview BYU and Gonzaga tomorrow night. Also, Tyler and I have to hang out at least once a week. That's what I've asked him to do. Don't miss the newest Deep Blue featuring Trey Stewart, who chooses default happiness. And how did we do in our preseason football projections? Jason, you were a part of this, and you did a good job, man. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't remember making those picks. I didn't either until I looked (laughs) at the uh, script today. It's a day of reckoning. But first, today's headlines. Fusene Treore was named the WCC Freshman of the Week for the second time this year and well-deserved. Fust Fus averaging 10.5 points, 11 rebounds, and two block shots during the Cougars' 2-0 week. BYU begins its big week against Gonzaga tomorrow night. Second-ranked Bulldogs on the schedule at the Kennel. Tip-off will be at 11 Eastern. You can check it out on ESPN and BYU Radio. I'll get things going with radio pregame at 10 Eastern. I always love when, you know, Shep does a full day, but on these days it's like he's rolling in when you're rolling in when we're leaving. 
It's like, oh, because you're going to be here. Yeah, I'm coming in a little bit later you're on. You're coming in. Get because a little, little sleep in. You're going to be here all night. A little extra time at the gym and then come in a little bit later. A little double duty. I like that. Women's Hoops remains a five seed in Charlie Cream's latest bracketology on ESPN. Cougars <laughs> host St. Mary's tomorrow night, 9 Eastern on BYU TV. Big game. Every, every game is big for this team, trying to get the best seed they can. Let's check in on some of the former Cougar hoopsters. T.J. Haas continues to play well for the Lakeland Magic of the G League. Haas dropped 11 points, four assists, and three boards in the loss to Capital City. And Brandon Davies finished with 11 points and a rebound in a two-point FC Barcelona loss. We just forget that Brandon Davies is like living in Barcelona. Yes, making good coins. Like one of the out. best teams. Yeah, overseas. They're they're fantastic. Yes, they're they're great. I th I think they could compete in the NBA. A little bit. Not like, I don't think they'd make the playoffs, but they'd be an interesting NBA team. Yeah, I don't think they would. <laughs> Fun conversation. All rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. What's Trending is presented by BYU Food To Go, the MVP of your next event. What a season 2021 football was. Certainly didn't end like any of us wanted, and uh, it affects the conversation, but let's have it. Um, where does this season, Jason, fit in the pantheon of college football um, seasons from BYU? And it is certainly a unique one in the conversation. Yes, it is. So before I give you my answer, these are the years that I put into kind of the mix. Okay. These are the options for me. Mm -hmm. 83, 84, 96. To me, those are the top three, clearly, and then there's a gap. Okay, all right. You feel that way? Uh, well, we'll get there. Oh. Okay, 83, 84, 96, mm -hmm. 2001, two, 2020, I almost said 2020, but that, for some reason that still sounds weird to me, uh, and then 2021. Those are the ones that are, that are in the mix. Okay. So here's how I broke it down. Number one, I will not listen to any argument that does not begin with 1984 being number one. You, any, need, you need to talk to Spence then. Any, it's fine. He actually thinks 83 is the best. Any season that ends in a national championship is the best season. I agree. So that, that to me, if it doesn't begin with 84, it's a non-starter. Yeah. So that, that's my opinion. Yeah. Okay? Number two, I have 1996. Mm -hmm. And I, I also want to say, I think the way that you finish the season, if you have a bad ending, I think that that drops you down a little bit. Now, mm -hmm. there will be a caveat to that sure. coming up in just a second. Sure. But 96, you obviously, you're fifth. You win the Cotton Bowl. It's one of the greatest seasons that BYU's ever had. I have it number two. Mm -hmm. I have 1990 at number three. Oh, wow. Now, that season, that season did not end great. Yeah. But yeah. it is a season in which you mm. beat the number one team in the country in Miami, and you win a Heisman. So for me, winning a Heisman trumps not ending the season right. Mm. So that's the caveat there. Yeah. So for me, I have 1993rd. Then I have 2021 or 2021, number four. Oh wow. I have it as I have it fourth right now. And tell the, me why ye? the re now uh, again. The season certainly did not end the way anybody wanted. Yeah. But I think because of the schedule that you had. You were replacing the number two pick in the NFL draft. You go 5-0 and against the Pac-12. You break a 10-game losing streak, or excuse me, a nine-game mm -hmm. losing streak to Utah. Hey, it was so long, we're forgetting yes, the Yes, we're number. forgetting the actual yeah, The good fine. news is it's over. It's over. It's yeah. over. Yeah. I have it as the fourth best season in BYU history right now. Wow, that's pretty good. Okay, let, let me walk you through sort of my thought process on this. 
How do you weigh 2021? Seven power fives. We've never seen a season like it. And BYU goes six and one, five and over. It's Pac-12. It's unique. It's on its own. Like you said, you're replacing Zach Wilson. Don't forget first team All American left tackle Brady Christensen. True. Like there was a lot. Three other draft picks. There was a lot to replace there. To go ten and three was nuts. And so I start in my mind with 84, 83, 96 in that order of the top three. Normally, to me, a three-loss team is not in the convo for one of the best teams ever, but I see uh, why you had 90 in there. Um, also, hey, this year, the greatest rushing season we've ever seen from BYU Cougars. True. Surpassing a Doak Walker award-winning year, yes. by the way, which is insane. Um, you know, you want to see how much times have changed. If, if Tyler Algier has that season in 2001, he also wins the Doak. But because it's 2021 and it's Power 5 heavy, no love. Not a finalist, which is disappointing, but it is what it is. Okay, let's talk about best wins. Utah finishes ranked 12th. This is the fourth best win in BYU history by finished ranking in the AP poll. How about that? It's 2021. Bringing it. And oh, by the way, there's only been a couple other seasons, uh, I believe two, um, where BYU beat two teams that finished top 25. Maybe it's one, 83, beats UCLA and Air Force. And in 2021, Utah State finishes strong, ranked 24th. BYU had two wins versus top 25 teams. You'd be shocked, you know, as I mentioned, at how often that doesn't happen. Um, if the team was super good, BYU probably didn't win because they were super good. Mm-hmm. Baylor finishes fifth. BYU doesn't win that game. Like, that makes sense, right? But the Utah win and the Utah State wins, those are fantastic wins. Okay, um, so I kind of started, did you finish top 25. I, I have to at least get to there. And probably did you finish top 20 um, because the AP poll didn't do 25 for a minute. So the 70s and 80s teams, it's, it's tough. But like I have 1980 at number four, 12 and one greatest single. They, they had a top 25 win in the end over SMU. Um, that comeback, Jim McMahon's the first quarterback in, in college football history to throw for 4K. Incredible. So that's four. And then after that, I need more time to figure it out. I don't know exactly. It's in the top ten somewhere. Right. And it's weighted differently. It's just how heavily do you weigh the schedule with that? Look, and let's be honest. There could also be recency bias. If we, Like you oh, said, if sure. you need more time. Look, if, if we for analyze sure. this for another month, maybe, maybe the order changes. Maybe two, <laughs> you know, this past season drops down. Well, do, does the NFL draft play into how you feel about a year? It, it, I don't think it should, but it. I think it should. But it, but it, see, I, I don't know if it should because that doesn't. Let me tell you why I okay, think it ahead. should. Why you think? I think when you go back to 2019 and you look at that USC win, that you should weigh it more heavily because you go, you know who the receivers were for USC? Michael Pittman, and Amon Ross St. Brown, right? Who yeah. crushed? Who were crushing? Yes, they're really great receivers. Colts and Lions. Yep. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown might be the rookie of the year. Um, when when you look at that, you go, oh. Oh, NFL talent matters. Like, what you had, what they had, and if that team had a bunch and you didn't and you won, it was like, that was a better win than you meant. That's why I say I think in the conversation, the NFL draft should matter. Like, if Tyler Algier is a third-round pick and then, you know, crushes it in the NFL, we can go back and be like, oh, he has even more, uh, you know, standing in the conversation like when you have the best quarterback at BYU conversation I don't put Steve first automatically because I'm just thinking BYU time but most people say well Steve Young right he's because he's the one the, pro football yes, hall of famer the NFL from BYU so it it's interesting and I I love that um you know we we can have 2021 and understand that that 10 and 3 is not the same as 10 and 3 in 2008 
Like it's a different 10 and 3 given who BYU played. I just wish that BYU had beaten UAB. We all do. Because if BYU is 11 and 2, it's very easy to say BYU's in the top five in all, all time, given the schedule, given the Tyler Algier year, given the everything. But because they lose that third one, it's like, oh, you feel like. You feel like an 01 and a 90 team where it's like, I know you're super good, right. but it's hard for me um, with the way the season ended to really feel great about it. Like, not very good or great, but because of the schedule, I could see the argument like you made of, no, 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 this is one of the best. It is one of the best seasons ever. It's We're just trying to quantify exactly what. I find it interesting that neither of us have brought up a Bronco Mendenhall coach team. And, and that, and I, I'm. I would start too soon. Um, well, see, and, and, and I want to I w- I follow five. that up by saying we're not saying that Bronco didn't have good teams. Oh, I, but yeah. it just, I, I think it's funny that of all the teams we picked, not one of them came during Bronco's tenure. And that, that's, not a, that's not a statement or an indictment against Bronco. I just found it interesting that, like, oh, wait a minute. None of the teams during that year that where the winning was so consistent – did we pick at least in top four or five right now? In the six to ten best seasons of BYU history, there's probably two or three Bronco seasons. Yes. Uh, 06 and 09 to me are the are the two best of those four that finished ranked. Well, and, and, 08, <clears throat> no. And, and look at the NFL 07, guys that maybe. came out of Broncos, especially oh, on the defensive side. 06, you're blowing everybody out. Yes. And then the dramatic Utah yes. game. Um, 09, you're playing four teams that were ranked at the time. And uh, you're beating Oklahoma, who finished just outside the top 25. They were 8-5, of course. Um, so it's an interesting conversation. I like cumulative win percentage as well. Like, how good were all the teams combined? 2021, it was 15th. Okay? In some of the hardest years, BYU didn't do that well, right? You need some of those teams to stink. Like, BYU needed Arizona to be a, a one-win team. South Florida was a two-win team. You have to have a couple of those, right? But BYU's best win... Is clearly Utah for emotional reasons, but we can now quantify. But now the way that the, the season fourth ended out. best win by final AP rank in BYU history, that's crazy. And you never would have thought at the time, like because you knew Utah that, went on this crazy run. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and that's what look. I think it's fun though that that we're coming off two seasons in a row mm-hmm. that. Certainly, the win total speaks for itself when you put the two win- the two seasons together. But then, when you look at the performances and everything that surrounded it, look, and it's also very hard to not because we did we did this. I think this was with Spencer. I think this was the, one of the days that you were gone last week, and, and we were doing you know all time seasons and whatnot. You know, in two thousand twenty one was I had it as pretty darn close to number one. Now eighty four, I had number oh, one. Oh right, 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 but. But be, with everything going on, it's it's hard to not attach going to the Big Twelve with tw- with this past season. You have to attach it. What, but why not? Well, be, it doesn't have anything to do with the actual season. Oh, are you talking in the best years in BYU? No, I'm just I'm, yes, I'm talking about in this discussion. Oh, in we, this discussion, we will, yeah, yeah, yeah. We will separate, look fondly separate. on this, but it's it's every time I think about this season, though, I'm like, oh yeah, and we got the news that BYU is going to the Big Twelve. Right, and so it's hard to. To, okay, but I, but I can't think about that right now because that has nothing to do with the season. We never did that with uh, 2010. Oh, and BYU announced <laughs> right. that it was independent. Yay. But it is, New it Mexico is, Bowl. It is such a part of the <laughs> season that you, you physically have to disconnect sure. it sure. from this argument because otherwise it bumps it up. You know right. what I mean? Because right. that's so monumental. <laughs> what, what's the great? It's better than the Natty. No, it's <laughs> not. Uh, all I know is there are a certain amount of days until the next game. Mm-hmm. Hit it. 
Hit it. Countdown to the bulls. 235. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, live audio from Tampa, uh, which is very exciting. Okay, uh, weigh in on our question of the day. Where do you rank the 2021 BYU football season in program or program history? Let's hear from you in Voice of the Nation. This is the Voice of the Nation on BYU Sports Nation. At Yeah Yeah Chris, weighing on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Can we hear the bull one more time? That'd be all right. Uh, there you go. Thank you. 06, not even being on the graphic is a pretty big snub in my opinion. <laughs> Only two losses by single field goals at P5 schools, one and double overtime. 8-0 Mountain West Conference. Back to Arlene, bowl win over Oregon. Uh, at the time, the biggest bowl win in BYU history. Mm-hmm. I ran Parab for ESPN on the sideline. That was fun. 2021 was a top 10 special, but after losing UAB, I'd say outside the top five. Yeah, 06 was really special. That was also the return out of the darkness of the apostasy of three losing seasons, right? So that was special, too. The way you end a season is going to play heavily on how people viewed the season as a whole. I wish 90, and you gave it a lot of credit, I wish I felt better about 90 because they were in the top 10 for eight weeks. Right. But you can't get smashed twice and me be like, yep, you're still good. Like, you have to be dented in some way. But that team was so talented. Like Blaine Fowler said, our 85 team might have been more talented than the 84. But when you lose three games, it's tough. The only, well, 2021 lost three games. It's weighted a little differently because of who they played. No, no team in BYU history played the NFL talent that this team played against this year. Right. The amount of power fives. It was different. Like the grading curve was lower, for, uh, I guess higher in this case, or a lower score if you're taking a test, um, than normal. And BYU answered the call. 10 out of 13 games, which was pretty special. Well, and when you face Hank Bachmeyer, that just jumps it up. Hank Bachmeyer. You finally got to face Hank Bachmeyer. The greatest quarterback apparently, ever. Apparently. He's not even the greatest quarterback in Boise State. Yeah. That's Kellen Moore, by the way. <laughs> uh, Tyson Claire Price on Twitter. I ranked him number five. Uh, 84, 96, 81, 2020, uh, 2021. Hopefully in 22, all of these will move down one spot. 22 will be number one after winning the national championship. Uh, can you please hand me those goggles? We can't actually say alert. that Blue on the air. Alert. Without Blue these, they will kick us Blue off. Um, so, yeah. BYU, this just in, BYU will win the national championship in cheerleading again next season. In all yeah. sports. <laughs> okay. Give me the second pair of goggles. No. You know what? <laughs> Cross country keeps carrying the banner there, which is awesome. Okay, continue to weigh in on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. All right, coming up, we officially put the 2021 season to bed with the results of our season projection. I'm kind of scared of that. Uh, and Tyler Haas tells us how BYU can run with Gonzaga Thursday night and even win? Question mark. This is BYU Sports Nation. This portion of BYU Sports Nation is presented by BYU Food to Go. The MVP of your next event. Based on the nation's most credible polling firms, shirting yourself increases your chances of getting a raise, scoring a hot date, and securing a place at the cool table. Research shows shirting yourself even improves your raffle chances by 64%. Introducing ShirtYourself.com, where you can create a one-of-a-kind shirt with all-over design. It's your shirt. You can build it how you want or use one of the site templates. It's super easy. ShirtYourself.com, where the world is your shirt canvas. I'm a professional mom, and I mean business. Between helping the kids with school, coaching the soccer team, and everything else, I don't have time to mess around. 
pro tip, BYU Food To Go. They've got everything from Kahlua pork, classic side dishes, to elegant desserts. Whether it's a wedding reception, family reunion, tailgating party, or a hungry ward, they've got you covered. Simply order, pick up, and serve. BYU Food To Go will help you put together an amazing event that everyone will enjoy. Check out BYU Food To Go. Listen up, Cougar fans. Now's your chance to get a $100 bonus from Mountain America Credit Union. Simply open a new MyStyle checking account and sign up for e-statements and direct deposit. It's your ticket to amazing rewards, loan discounts, and a $100 bonus. Open your MyStyle checking account at any Mountain America branch or macu.com slash BYU100. Account must remain open for at least six months or bonus will be debited at closing. Membership required based on eligibility. Some restrictions apply. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Hi, this is Lisa. Do you wish that your selfies looked a little bit more like the ones you see on Instagram? Today on The Lisa Show, we're going to give you easy ways to instantly improve your photography. Then we're going to hear how the pandemic has impacted the genders differently in the workplace. You can find everything you need on the BYU Radio app or listen wherever you get your podcasts. It's all on The Lisa Show on BYU Radio. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. BYU Basketball with Mark Pope is on demand. You can watch as the coach reviews the win over St. Mary's, previews massive matchups at Gonzaga in San Francisco, plus Seneca Knight is the player guest. Also, Trey Stewart is the deep blue, and Trevin Nell is in the film room. There's a lot to unwrap there. Check it all out on demand on the BYU TV app. It's like a ship wrapped present for Christmas or something. We're live in Studio B with you day-to-day BYU Sports play-by-play. Jerem Jordan alongside Jason uh, Shepard, the all-title leading scorer in BYU basketball, and my homie on Countdown to Tip-Off now joins us on the show. He is Tyler Hawes. As we look ahead to Gonzaga and San Francisco on the road. Tyler, what's up, man? How are we doing, guys? Thanks for having me on. We're doing great. Uh, you know, we talked some football, 2021, where it ranks all time. I know you have this team seventh. No, I'm just kidding. Let's talk hoops. Um, at Gonzaga, at San Francisco. So how do, you, how do you approach the Gonzaga games? Because you've been up there and you've won. And certainly this team is capable of winning. They'd be more capable if they had Richard Harward and or Gavin Baxter in terms of matching up with Drew Timmy and Chet Holmgren, a.k.a. McLovin. It doesn't feel like it's a great matchup, but certainly what BYU showed in the WCC title game, granted with 7-3 Matt Harms, was that BYU can hang, didn't finish, but at least could hang. Let's. What, what do you think? I think they absolutely can hang. You know, I think the one silver lining in this season uh, so far has been their defense. The one strength, I, I'd say, the, the entire year has been just how well they played defensively, how well they've defended the three-point line. Uh, and despite the absence of Harward and uh, and Baxter, I mean, they've been able to do some really, really good things and uh, just overcome those challenges. And so uh, they definitely uh, have a chance to go up there and compete. Um, you know, Coach Pope knows what it takes to, to go up and, and win up there. And so uh, they're – you can't count them out, you know, and having said all that, BYU is going to have to play really well offensively. You got to put together a complete game to be able to beat them up there. And so, you know, in my opinion, I think they need to at least score 80 and they've only done that. I think three times this season. And so they're going to have to shoot the ball well and defend. And I mean, the Zags, 
just bring back an unbelievable roster. They're so, so deep in every position. You know, I think they had five or six guys in double figures last game, scored 117 points. Uh, and so, you know, they're going to put their best foot forward. They definitely want to beat BYU. And uh, so be, it'll be a fun game, fun challenge. I agree with everything you just said. Their defense has been really, really good. And that's that's fun to be able to see because it keeps them in. I, I agree with you in terms of the offense. The offense is going to have to score at a higher clip. I also think, Tyler, you know, one thing we've seen that this team struggle with is turnovers, and especially against a team uh, that likes to get out in transition. I, I, BYU's got to cut down on the turnovers. I think if they can do that, I, I think they, they give themselves a, a really good shot here despite being an 11-point underdog. For sure. With every Gonzaga team, the margin of error is so little and they just make you pay for every turnover, every little mistake that you make, they, they make you pay. And so, um, yeah, they're going to have to take care of the ball. They're going to have to get back in transition. They're going to have to do the little things and put together a complete game to be able to, to compete. I mean, uh, I mean, they're just so talented offensively. This Chet Holmgren, I mean, he is he is about as talented as I've, I've seen so long, so athletic, can shoot, can handle the ball. And then you got Drew Timmy inside, just brings all this experience and toughness. And uh, they play, I, I was talking to someone the other day, they play so loose, but so confident at the same time. And Mark Few just uh, does such a good job with his guys and, and finding that balance of like focus, but playing loose. And uh, they're... They're a fun team to to watch and, and play against. Well, and I also think avoid – because Gonzaga, regardless of who they play, their goal, when the game tips off, their goal is to be up by 20 in like three or four minutes. Like they want to blow teams out early and crush their confidence. I think not just a strong start, I mean, because that's, that's obvious. I think if BYU can weather that early storm, I think that goes a long way for how the rest of the game plays out. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, they they definitely come out swinging and and want to show you that they're the number two team in the country. They come they come out with a lot of intimidation, and you know especially up there, uh, it it gets loud, it gets crazy, uh, and and so th that's definitely part of their scheme. But you know BYU's ready for this challenge. They've been on the road in some tough environments uh, this year and and done really well so far, and so you know I think they're they're ready for that. And, you know, the, the big question mark in my mind is can, can they score, right? They're going to weather that storm defensively, but can they get going offensively? And, you know, can they put together a game where they hit, you know, 10, 12, 13 threes and they get good contributions out of, out of Trevin Nell and Seneca Knight and Gideon George, right? Those, those guys to me are, are the X factors. I think Alex Barcelo is going to, do what he does, um, and, and Tijon Lucas is going to be in double figures. I think we can expect those things out of those guys, but it's all the contributing guys. How is Foose going to handle um, the physicality inside of uh, of Timmy and and um, and their other bigs? Right? How 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 is he going to um, you know get get in the flow offensively uh, against those guys? And so uh, I'm I'm really curious to see how this team does. I I'm th this team is more than capable. I mean, they had they're very talented, and uh, this BYU group is capable of putting a night together and and 
we've seen it before. Uh, BYU, the stars have aligned uh, on Gonzaga a few times, and, and those are the fun nights. Yeah, a strong start would be awesome. In one of the wins when Gonzaga was number one, BYU was down 18-2. to two. So it doesn't have to happen, but it's not ideal going down 16 yeah. in the kennel. Okay, let's talk about one area that I am very concerned about. That is the front court. You talked about Drew Timmy and Chet Holmgren. How does BYU match up there? Because certainly against St. Mary's, it's one thing when, when Foose almost has a double-double and Atiki Ali Atiki has a couple of blocks and played really nice defense. They're going to have to do that and probably even more against those two in, in the kennel, will they not? For sure. No, they're... I think they're gonna they're gonna have to win the rebounding battle, which they can. Caleb Lohner, getting George in there, uh, Atiki Ali Atiki, and, and then Foos. I mean, they have all the physical tools to be able to do it. Um, but you know, will they? Will they against an experienced Timmy and you know Chet Holmgren inside? And and I mean, they have a bunch of other you know big dudes. A- Anton Watson, I mean, has been playing really really well, six eight. They, they just have a bunch of physical uh, bigs inside. And so um, can they, can they control the boards? Can they, can they make them uncomfortable on their home floor uh, it, it are some of my biggest questions. This is uh, not just Gonzaga week. It's a, it's a big week because of both games. You're on the road at Gonzaga and then at San Francisco. I mean, these are the teams that you're competing with the top, the WCC. What in your opinion is the bigger game? Yeah, I mean, arguably, this is the 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 toughest you know road stretch uh, that BYU will have this whole season. You know, if you if you zoom out, um, you know, I think this Gonzaga game, you know, it, it'd be unbelievable if they won. It's not the worst thing in the world if they if they drop this one, um, but it is a huge opportunity, right? Um, you, you want to treat every game like it's the most important game. That's their mindset. And they, they're going into this game uh, to win it. And everyone in that locker room believes that they can do it. And so, um, you know, I, I think the biggest game, though, if we were to zoom out big picture stuff, is this San Francisco game. Um, they're, they're, you know, a top, top 40 team right now. And so, uh, that would be a huge win for them um, if they if they want to get into uh, you know. Uh, Tyler, who's calling you right now? Getting a, I'm, getting, I'm getting a call, guys. You can't, think, t- um, you can't tell them you're on TV right now and radio. <laughs> getting a call. I'm a busy man, guys. <laughs> That's busy awesome. man. No, but the biggest game to me is San Francisco just because of what it could do for uh, the seed that they get uh, in the NCAA tournament. Summer's like, why'd you ignore my FaceTime? <laughs> <laughs> gotta be ready. Gotta, gotta be, you know, on my toes. Gotta with, be nimble. You know, that was the equivalent of uh, two early fouls to a key player or something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Tyler, thanks for the insight, man. Uh, let's see if BYU can go up to the kennel and do it. It's done three times already. We'll just pull off the upset. I'm not going to shave my head if they do it, but it would be fun if they, you know what I'll say, Ty, you know what I'll say? If BYU beats Gonzaga Thursday night, I'll get the Alex Barcelo, like, what, little 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 buzz, little line buzz, little step, yeah, 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 the, st- I, yeah, I, the single I'll, step. I'll do, it, I'll do it with you. You do it with me, okay? If they go Will you up do and it? win. Yeah, I'm in. Jeff saying no. Okay, <laughs> single. Sing- if BYU wins at Gonzaga, Tyler and I will do single line step, like AB, and match it. We'll do it Let's go, Friday the, the show. Come on, I'm gone Friday actually. Uh, we'll do it Monday. Okay.
Tyler, we appreciate the time, man. Thanks. Hey, thanks, guys. Tyler's in with me. That's great. Well, he's my he's my partner on the <laughs> pregame show. I guess he won't do it, but whatever. I think um, like Spencer if you really said he'd shave his head, that's if pretty. If you cool. really believed, you would go shaved head again. Oh my gosh, I already did that. So so you've done it once. You should be able. To, it shouldn't be as big of a deal now. Oh no, it was a big deal. I looked terrible. <laughs> uh, there are those who look great with you know no hair. Yes, I did not. <laughs> All right, coming up, deep blue with Trey Stewart. He chooses happiness as his default. Yes, he does. And how silly were our preseason projections? And what did we nail? We'll go back in time as we recap our season projections. This is BYU Sports Nation. Like Back to the Future? Marty! Cougar fans, it's time to gear up and get ready for some BYU sports. The BYU Store is the number one source for all your quality, authentic BYU clothing. We carry the latest Nike sideline clothing just like the BYU players and coaches wear. The official BYU basketball game day shirts are only $10.99. Get into the Campus Store, the Stadium Store, or online at BYUstore.com for the widest selection and best pricing of BYU clothing and accessories. The BYU Store, official outfitter for BYU fans everywhere. Did you know the average TV commercial break is around three minutes long? And that it takes a cup of noodles about three minutes to cook? Your favorite song is probably three minutes long too. And you get a pressure-filled three minutes to finish your turn in Scrabble? But did you know you can get a rain-repelling, triple-foaming, tire-shining, undercarriage rust-inhibiting car wash in just three minutes? You can, with membership at Quick Quack, home of the three-minute shine. Just say Siri, directions to Quick Quack. See you soon. How can a bank create value for its community? How about its customers? For Zions Bank, creating value means helping local businesses succeed. It means helping unique mom and pops thrive. It means helping each person in our neighborhood grow. We've done it for nearly 150 years and we'll do it for 150 more. For banking, you can always count on. Zions Bank is for you. Visit ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank to see these principles in action. Zions Bank, a division of Zions Bank Corporation, N.A., member FDIC. We are busy here at BYU Radio, working hard to make what you hear every day even better. We want your listening experience to be the best, whether it be life hacks, new world perspectives, or just making you smile. And of course, you'll still hear all of your favorite shows, The Lisa Show, Constant Wonder, Top of Mind, and The Apple Seed. You'll just hear them more times throughout the day. What you love about BYU Radio is getting even better. Get the schedule and the details, download the BYU Radio app. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you by Marisk, enabling global trade for a growing world. 18th ranked BYU women's basketball team hosting St. Mary's tomorrow at the Marriott Center. You can watch the game live at 9 Eastern on the BYU TV app as well as Big BYU TV. Is that what we're calling it? Why not? I, uh, and you, I know, we love this team. Like, if you haven't watched them in person or seen them on TV, go to the Marriott Center. Watch them. They're so fun. They're fantastic. He is Jason. I'm Jeremy. This is BYU Sports Nation. Don't forget you can uh, you know, follow us on social media, BYU Sports Nation, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Yep. We're calling it Audible on today's Cougar Whip Around as we put the 2021 college football season to bed. Let's back, look back on our season projections from August. Oh, we thought we knew so much for some self-scrutinizing uh, and celebration of the actual numbers. So our 2021 BYU football Probably more scrutinizing than celebration. 100%. <laughs> projection results presented by Marisk, your integrated container logistics company enabling global trade for a growing world. Number one, 
Jaron Hall touchdown passes. You said 26. I said 30. Spence said 25. He had 20 because he played in 10 games. If he plays in 13, Jason. I think he has 26 and I win. He only has one. T- Jason Shepard thinks Jaron Hall would have only thrown one touchdown pass in three games. Uh, no, I would have won. Um, maybe. No, you're right. He probably would have been like in the 20. Well, if he gets 27, I'm closer. No, you'd be closer to the pin. You're right. Mm-hmm. You would have won. Yep. You would have won. Okay. okay, so Spencer gets that one. Spencer gets that one. Yep. Okay, all right. Who will be the leading receiver and then the yards in which they will have? Um, <laughs> all three of us said Gunnar Romney. Sorry, Puka. Uh, Puka Nakua is the one that led the team in receiving, uh, and his yards were 805. Now, would have Gunnar have uh, won had he played the whole season? Is another question. I believe he would have had 950, which is what I predicted. Yeah, I said uh, 877. And we did not consult with each other before. We just no, no, no. These, these were all independent, independent answers. Yes, 100%. Because I, I don't want you to see what I'm saying in yards, so you don't do like one yard above me or whatever. You know, you go the price is right. That's happened. Yeah, price one right dollar. Game. One dollar more. One dollar. Okay, um, nobody gets that one. I award you no points. <laughs> and may God have mercy on yourself. Who will lead the team in rushing? We all said Tyler Algier. Mm-hmm. Duh. Uh, Spence said 1,050. I said 947. Ah, oh, that's a bad choice. Jason said uh, 1,030. So, so Spencer gets it because of 20 yards more than me. Yeah, he's closest to the pin. I have a feeling he did the – his 20 is the hit that version of the dollar more. Of the $1? Of the dollar menu? I, got, I like the dollar menu. I do enjoy the dollar menu. Although that's not a dollar anymore. It's like a buck twenty nine. What's up with that? I know, inflation. Inflation. Yeah. What are you going to do? Nothing. Spencer, yeah. Spencer got this though. It that's two. One thousand fifty. Okay. Sixteen fifty one. Breakout season, if you will. Winner gets a hundred K, we all put in thirty three. What? Okay. I probably would have taken Mono- this a lot more seriously if that was legit. You didn't <laughs> Monopoly money. Yeah. yeah. All right. Who will lead the uh, team in touchdowns? Uh rush and receiving. Uh <laughs> okay. Spencer had Tyler Algier. He had twelve touchdowns. Uh, obviously we know that he had twenty three. You had 23. 23 touchdowns. Rushing touchdowns. No receiving. Yes. 23 rushing touchdowns. That's amazing. You said Lopini with 11. I, th- I thought Lopini. Uh, yeah. I said yeah. Tyler Algier, and I had 10. Do I get a half a point for at least picking the correct player? No. All right. So Spencer gets – Spencer's There's a trend here. Spencer's if nobody's getting – if if, the, if we're, somebody's getting points, so far it's been Spencer. He's a he's a bucket getter. Okay. You know? Let's All go. Right. Congrats to him. Uh, I'm happy like, for him. Like, honest, I've played pickup with Spence. He can shoot it. His greatest attribute, defense. Like, Bruce Bowen, lockdown defender. Does he wear a bow tie, though? No. One time, I was making some threes. He was frustrated with the defense. He, he sent the guy that was guarding me away, just came over to guard me. There was that level of intensity. Really? I was like, what are we doing here? He's like, you are not doing your job. It's just I'm going gonna, gonna to go defend two it guys. Just, yeah, I, and then I went Devin Booker. <laughs> And then the Toronto Raptors mascot the was Toronto- asked to leave. He didn't understand why. And then I sent a real Raptor after Spence. <laughs> okay, uh, leading tackler and tackles. Uh, Spence said Keenan Peely. Uh, you and I said Peyton Wilgar. It was Ben Bywater with 102. We did not anticipate that uh, Keenan Peely would get Doesn't hurt. play. Or that Peyton Wilgar would yeah. miss, what, the last game or two? He missed at least the bowl game. Did he miss USC as well? I think he missed, I think he missed three games. Yeah, so... Look, ben Bywater showed up and got it done. Yes, Ben Bywater, 102. All right, who will lead the team in interceptions and then how many? Mm. Finally, finally I get some points here. <laughs> Although Spencer and I tied, we both get a point. Mm. Uh, Spencer and I each went with Malik Moore with three. Uh, you went with Chaz Ayu with yeah. three. Yep. Malik Moore, Jacob Robinson each had three. So Spencer and I get a point, finally. 
I uh, I was I wasn't thinking that Chaz Ayu would get hurt. You know, I think if Chaz uh, you never go in assuming somebody's going to get hurt. Um, well, wait till our Jaron Hall how many games question played. Um, they, they, that were, there was an assumption there. Chaz Ayu not playing obviously hurts sure, that. Absolutely. I think if Chaz has the pick against Utah. I think there's a couple more if he plays. Didn't happen. How many fifty uh, or greater yard field goals? Okay, uh, Spence said three. Fifty-six yards would be the uh, you know longest. I said two, fifty-seven, new BYU record. Jason, you said three, fifty-five. Uh, the long was forty-nine. So didn't even so there hit was 50. there was zero fifty-yard field goals this year. And Jake Goldroyd was hurt. Yep. Um, didn't play in every game, so that was a bummer. By the way, there seems to be a trend on our explanation on just about every category. The more, and here's the thing: the more Power Fives you play, the more you're going to get banged up. That's why that's why depth is so important going into the Big 12. 100%. All right, Isaac Rex touchdowns. Mm. Jerem, you won this one. I actually got one. Yes, you did. Spencer had eight touchdowns. I had nine. You had six, and you were closest because he had three. Because I had the fewest among the group. <sighs> so you another, had the another sorry, injury. You're being rewarded for having the least amount of confidence in Isaac Rex. <laughs> that's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> I love Isaac. Happy uh, happy marriage. Oh, the elk. I was like, what is that? The elk. Gunnar Romney touchdowns. Uh, Spence said six. I said eight. You said six. So uh, you, like me, had the least amount of confidence <laughs> in Gunnar Romney and are awarded. You cannot because use my dig on me. Of course I can. <laughs> okay. Fantastic. All right. Jaron Hall will start okay. how many games? We asked this question. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you and I both said 13. We, I was in the, he's going the distance. Spencer won. Michael Bolton. Because he said 11, and the answer was 10. Yeah. So Spencer gets another point. Again, Spencer's running away Spencer with Spencer Linton uh, was confident that Jaron Hall would get hurt. <laughs> it, uh, <sighs> by the way, people don't know a, a ton about it. Jaron Hall actually broke a rib in the Arizona game and played through the Utah game with a broken rib. The dude you was a gamer. You could not tell. The dude was a you gamer. You could not tell. Crazy, right? BYU's final record will be. It was ten and three. We all said nine. And all four. said nine and four. No, I award you no points. All right, uh, points per game. I won this one. Uh, I said thirty-four. They averaged thirty-three point one. So I said thirty-four. Jeremy, you had thirty-two. Spencer, I said thirty-two. If it's thirty-three point zero, yes, yes, we tie. Yes, but it was uh, point Spencer one. had thirty. So I get the sole point here. I blame Tyler Algier. You scored that last touchdown. I blame Tyler Haas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> points allowed. Uh, it was 24.7. I was close to the pin at 26. You said 23. Spence said 22. Yeah, they were on they were on skates in the uh, bowl game. I wish they weren't. All right, uh, final point tally. Spencer wins the preseason prognostication. He had he got six points correct. That's pretty good. Uh, I came in second. Yep. And you were uh, horrible in and this, I, and only at two. I had one point fewer. <laughs> uh, yeah, I participated. You did. You got the participation trophy. We'll be handing that to you with some orange slices later. Oh, crap. We suck again. <laughs> What's coming up? Uh, a rising shout-out to technology. Nice. I still love it. And our newest Steve Blue featuring Trey Stewart. When times are hard, he still chooses default happiness. This is BYU Sports Nation. 
Listen up, Cougar fans. Now's your chance to get a $100 bonus from Mountain America Credit Union. Simply open a new MyStyle checking account and sign up for e-statements and direct deposit. It's your ticket to amazing rewards, loan discounts, and a $100 bonus. Open your MyStyle checking account at any Mountain America branch or macu.com slash BYU100. Account must remain open for at least six months or bonus will be debited at closing. Membership required based on eligibility. Some restrictions apply. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Utahns love staying active, and Intermountain Healthcare is here to help keep it that way. Because maybe you can't lift 500-pound plates like a lineman, but you might have what it takes to scale Olympus. Maybe you got three-foot range instead of three-point, but you can handle three feet of powder. It's a way of life. And if there's ever a setback, we're here to get the Cougs and you back out there. Intermountain Healthcare, official medical provider for BYU Athletics. Learn more at intermountainsportsmed.org. Did you know the average TV commercial break is around three minutes long and that it takes a cup of noodles about three minutes to cook? Your favorite song is probably three minutes long too. And you get a pressure-filled three minutes to finish your turn in Scrabble? But did you know you can get a rain-repelling, triple-foaming, tire-shining, undercarriage rust-inhibiting car wash in just three minutes? You can with membership at Quick Quack, home of the three-minute shine. Just say Siri, directions to Quick Quack. See you soon. Hi, I'm Sam Payne, host of The Appleseed, filled with stories for you and your family, all kinds of tales from all kinds of tellers. And on today's episode of the show, did you know there are hundreds of versions of the Cinderella story from all over the world? We're going to bring you one called The Invisible Boy, told for you by Stephanie Benito. You can find us right here on BYU Radio or by Googling The Appleseed Podcast or by downloading the BYU Radio app, The Appleseed. Join us. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. On the newest Deep Blue podcast, Jerem Jordan, heard of him, talks with former Cougar baseball player Adam Law about his family legacy in the game, life in the minors, and his new job with the Dodgers with mental strength. Listen to it on the BYU Radio app and where podcasts are found. How about Bryce Harper hanging out with the baseball team this week? I, That's cool. That was awesome. I thought he hated BYU, but he likes Mike Littlewood. I was, uh, I was a little upset that my guy Tuckett didn't uh, tip me off on that so that I could come over and see that. He could kill a bear with his own hands, but he can't text you. That <laughs> Bri- It's like, uh, hey, Bryce Harper's, Bryce Harper's you know, I don't know, a quarter mile away. You want to yeah. walk over? We love I got Tuckett. nothing from Tuckett on that. We love Tuckett. Okay, uh, in case you missed it, uh, Trey Stewart, a freshman on the BYU basketball team. Uh, hoops is in his blood. His dad, Ray, is a women's basketball assistant coach. Still got game. Wanted his son to be able to shoot from deep, hence the name. Now Trey's carving out his own basketball path, including finding happiness on and off the court. This is Deep Blue featuring Trey Stewart, presented by Brady Industries, Simply Better. always liked the name Trey. Playing basketball my whole life. I always felt like I wanted to name my son Trey after the three-point shot. So Ray, my husband, played overseas and played in college, and so his dad felt strongly about that. We are a basketball family. Basketball has always been a part of our life. But my, my fear was if he couldn't shoot, we were gonna name him Doyce. So <laughs> I'm glad that he can shoot, so we stuck with Trey. Okay. Basketball is always kind of an escape for me. Like, regardless of how my mental health is doing, I can always count on going to basketball practice and just 
Yeah, I may be mad at basketball, but it's like I'm in my own world. It's like I can just release, leave everything at the door, go in, train my heart out. And like the harder I work, the more I forget, which is nice because it just is such a relief for me. So I never really questioned like, obviously that ninth grade, it was just like a battle of like, man, like this is rough. Like, do I keep going if I'm this bad? <laughs> Trey's freshman year, he sat on the bench and didn't play hardly at all. And that's a tough place to be in for a kid. And so I think that that was a low point. That was hard for him. When he was losing, I felt like those hard times that he had in high school, that, that made him the man he is today. I remember the coach coming up to me after a game and saying, oh, I forgot to play your son. And I thought, uh-oh, this is, this is not good. But Ray, and Ray, as being a coach, has always said, well, you got to work harder. you got to be better. That, that's the only way you're going to play. And I think he took it, Trey took that as fuel and absolutely worked harder, worked harder, worked harder, and then started varsity as a sophomore. He had to go through that in order to see, okay, that was, that's the way it was, but if I continue to work hard and grind, this is what I can achieve. You're in the same situation now, Trey. This is freshman year. Next year, hey, then it'll just... <laughs> yep, you do it all over again. But it is good, though. It's good, good practice for life. Yeah, it's life. To me, it's just like this dark cloud. Like, there's not a lot of words to describe it besides just like loneliness and just wanting everything to end. Depression, like I still deal with that today. It kind of stems from that ninth grade year where I wasn't doing that good at basketball, so I really isolated myself. We are champions of therapy and whatever someone needs to, to address those issues. So I think that's been really good for Trey, and Trey's always been very open. A common thing in sports is just push it under the rug, like be a man, take the next step, continue forward. Being able to share my experiences, hopefully it helps other people understand that like, it's normal, like people are like that. And that's just like the card you're dealt. I think he's just always had a sensitivity to mental health issues and just feels strongly that you can change your mindset if you'd like to. And I think he's always been one to put motiv motivational sayings on mirrors and around to help him to get in a good mind space. He's always been very goal-oriented, and so I think default happiness is kind of a natural part of his personality to help people and to create awareness for mental health and to help people be happy. I've just always loved being creative. Like, I learned to sew a few years ago, and that was an escape for me, like just random little things that I like to do. He's got a little bit of sewing and like home ec vibe. So now he's doing these unbelievable deals on shoes where he can print out any type of little uh, imaging that he wants and, and he's putting it on guys' shoes. I call it Default Happiness. Like that's the name of my shoe company brand. And it just kind of stems from things called trigger words. I think it's important to say that default happiness doesn't mean you put on a smile and pretend there aren't any issues, but that you can turn your situation around and find joy in life so that your default is to be happy. You know, we're here to be happy. It's just who he is. You know, this is just one slice of a thousand different things that he's gonna do that are really special and super swag. Because most athletes, you know, you see him on the court, you know, after the game, like, oh, that guy's a great guy. Seems like a great guy. But then you'll hear some other stories rumbling around that, ooh, that guy off the court, he's doing some things that he shouldn't be doing. 
not, not him. What you see is what you get. And that's uh, the sign of a, a good man that he doesn't change who he is. It uh, doesn't matter who he's around, he's gonna be himself. Trey Stewart, looking forward to his career at BYU. No question about it. I had a chance to talk with him for pregame a couple of games ago. Love talking with he's him. He's awesome, Yeah, dude. he's great. He really is. Yep. Awesome. All right, coming up, BYU in two major write-ups. And who gets today's voice of the nation? Is it you? This is BYU Sports Nation. Based on the nation's most credible polling firms, shirting yourself increases your chances of getting a raise, scoring a hot date, and securing a place at the cool table. Research shows shirting yourself even improves your raffle chances by 64%. Introducing ShirtYourself.com, where you can create a one-of-a-kind shirt with all-over design. It's your shirt. You can build it how you want or use one of the site templates. It's super easy. ShirtYourself.com, where the world is your shirt canvas. I'm a professional mom, and I mean business. Between helping the kids with school, coaching the soccer team, and everything else, I don't have time to mess around. Pro tip, BYU food to go. They've got everything from Kahlua pork, classic side dishes, to elegant desserts. Whether it's a wedding reception, family reunion, tailgating party, or a hungry ward, they've got you covered. Simply order, pick up, and serve. BYU food to go will help you put together an amazing event that everyone will enjoy. Check out BYU food to go. How can a bank create value for its community? How about its customers? For Zions Bank, creating value means helping local businesses succeed. It means helping unique mom and pops thrive. It means helping each person in our neighborhood grow. We've done it for nearly 150 years and we'll do it for 150 more. For banking, you can always count on. Zions Bank is for you. Visit ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank to see these principles in action. Zions Bank, a division of Zions Bank Corporation, N.A., member FDIC. Between news, music, or even cooking, you can connect to a lot of different channels and feel a lot of different emotions. But what if you can connect to a channel that shares uplifting messages, a channel that tells incredible stories and celebrates the triumphs of the human family, a channel that sports a little more love, laughter, and of course, connection? Then follow BYU Radio on social media or at byuradio.org and connect with the people and the world around you. This portion of BYU Sports Nation is presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. BYU Sports Nation is always available on demand via the free BYU TV and BYU radio app. Also download the podcast. All you need to do is Google BYU Sports Nation podcast. Don't forget, subscribe, rate, and review. It's very fun to update the resume, which we will do now, because BYU is firmly in, which is awesome. Keep it going. Net 30. Ah. Fantastic. As long as BYU is kind of top 40, great, right? 30, you're in, baby. That's down a spot from yesterday. Ken Palm, 24th. That's up a spot. Bracket Matrix, 8. Uh, team ranking, 69%. Chance to uh, make the tourney. Bracketology, 8 seed. Everything looks really nice. Two big games this week that will impact us. And if you've missed any of the BYU resume update, you can check it out on LinkedIn. We, we, should, we should create a BYU Sports Nation LinkedIn. Yes, yes we uh, should. Okay, our question of the day. Where do you rank the 2021 BYU football season in program history? Um, it's up there, man. It's, it's one of the best ever. Our elite voice of the day is presented by Sundance Mountain Resort. Brandon Jones on Twitter. Top five for sure. 
This team will be forever remembered for beating the Utes for the first time in over a decade. Let's never lose to them again. Now, if you uh, – amen. You don't have to worry about it for the next couple of seasons because you don't play them. And think about it. They <sighs> so they get to sit on that loss for a while, and that's uh, it's quite uh, enjoyable to think about. Yes, it is. And you never know how a team's going to be when you book them. Florida's not good anymore. <laughs> they substituted the BYU game for Florida. They could instantly be good. Yeah, if they, look, there are certain programs that can turn it around it. from I, one year to the next pretty yeah. quick. Florida could it's be It's too bad there's no talent in Florida to recruit for. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, wait. It's a real shame they don't have anybody in their own backyard. Top five is an interesting convo, too, Shep, because you put them in the top five. I've got to figure that out still. I need to break down a few more things. But certainly this season, to me, is in its own category right now. There's never been a season where BYU played seven power fives. And BYU went six and one against them. BYU was better against the P5s than the G5s. A couple years ago, Spencer pointed out, hey, you know what the real problem is? It isn't Power 5, it's G5s. BYU was, uh, you know, struggling against them. B- obviously, the last two years playing an all-G5 schedule, and then, uh, you know, this year losing to Boise State and uh, UAB, or WAB. WAB, as uh, I like to call them. The Fighting Trogdors of WAB. I was like, who? That was concerning. Um, but the way that BYU is starting to, you know, win 10-plus last two years, now you have another uh, tough schedule, and opportunities to really showcase who you are. Like, if BYU starts strong early, beats Baylor, has an opportunity in Vegas against Notre Dame, like, BYU's definitely on the map and will have a chance to prove itself, which is super exciting. Okay, today's Rise and Shoutouts are presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Ames Flame, who's a BYUSN superfan. She's uh, in Mexico. She says, favorite way to watch BYUSN, poolside. Just chilling, listening to the show. You can catch it anywhere in the world. That's awesome. It's a not-so-humble brag. I enjoy that. That is, that is a not-so-humble yeah. brag. Way, Amy, way enjoy being in Mexico. Um, it is a little hot in our studio, so maybe that's a similar humidity to what you're going <laughs> yes. through right now. Um, Sean Bradley, um, you know, who was, who was paralyzed uh, several months ago, um, Sports Illustrated just came out with it's an article piece. on him. a great piece. I recommend checking it out. I started to read it. Yep. Um, I was enjoying it, yeah. The Athletic, uh, big, big piece on Mark Pope. Excited to check that out. And Trey Stewart, of course, for Default Happiness. But thanks to today's guest, Tyler Hoff. Conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always use hashtag BYUSN. For Jason, I'm Jerem. Shout out to Michael Lloyd Jr. Remember that game against Florida he had in the USA tournament? That was awesome, man. Jared Hall still running. See you tomorrow for more BYUSN. Go Cougs. Love that helmet.